Hello and welcome to the Ladies Best Life podcast. I hope you're feeling amazing on this fine Monday morning or whenever it is that you're listening to this. Firstly, I want to say thank you for everyone for listening. Recently, I've had an increase of people messaging off the back of these podcasts saying they love them, they find them really informative, they love how deep I go. Um, So I just wanted to say thank you. It's really inspiring to hear off you all. So from the bottom of my heart, a huge, huge, huge heap of gratitude for you all. Now, don't forget to subscribe to this channel so that you get the episode sent straight to your inbox every single Monday. And also, if you possibly could, I would love it if you could give us a rating and give us a bit of feedback on the rating as well, because this is the way that we will develop and grow. So we are now in spring. Can you believe it? Quarter one, for those of you who operate from business terms, quarter one is done. For anyone who doesn't, we are over a quarter of the way through the year already. Like, I don't know if it is any, this is anything like you, but for me, I literally feel like I recorded the first session um, for January for this year like yesterday. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I don't think time has ever moved so fast as it has for me in Q1 this year, which is scary. And it also makes you really appreciate like how important time is and how we really must um, utilize it and make the most of it. So what we're talking about today is implementation. So I know a lot of people, a lot of you girls who are listening to this and any guys as well, you don't have a problem with what to do. You just don't know how to do it. You know, maybe you have spent some time researching and you know, that's what I need to do. That's it. That's what I need to do. I know I need to get some steps in. I know I need to get my five a day in. And I know I need to get two liters of water. You know it. And you know it's simple. But you just can't do it. Why is that? We're going to dig into that today. So if that sounds familiar, I want you to really listen up today. I want you to really focus on the words I'm saying and apply it to your life. Because guys, I can pretty much guarantee that 99% of you will be listening to this. And if I sat down with you and had a coaching session with you and we talked about what is it do you think that you have to do? You may come up with a couple of things that are um, limiting beliefs, if you like. So false stories like try a particular diet. I need a personal trainer. Um... You know, there could be some other crazy things like fasting that you feel like you need to do. But if we really kind of, if I dug in, which I have the best way to do that via my questions, would get to the bottom line and you would know 100% what it is that you need to do. And this is the same for everyone who joins a coaching club. The ladies who join, they don't have an information problem. They have an implementation problem. They are two very different things. They have researched a lot of stuff prior to joining generally. They've always tried quite a few diets. They followed fitness professionals on Instagram and influencers on all of those things. And they know the ins and outs. They know what they need to do. But and there there will always be this moment of, right, guys, this is it. I'm going to start again on Monday. Monday comes, they do great. Tuesday comes, they don't do quite so great. Wednesday, they're on the fuck it train to ice cream town. So if that sounds familiar, if that sounds what you do, if that's a bit of a pattern that you keep repeating, you're not on your own. And it's really, really, really common. So why is it that we know what to do, but we don't know how to do it? Because if that was the case in work, you'd be sacked, right? If that was the case with parenting, 
your children would probably be malnourished and maybe wouldn't go to school you know maybe they'd just be like yeah yeah just stay at home and chill all day kids it's all right don't worry so why is it when it comes to your own personal standards can you not turn the what into the how here's what i think i think as women we generally spend a lot of time looking after other people I think as women, we learn from our um, ancestors and the people in the generations before us that serving other people gets us a good place in society. So you'll often see women are the people pleasers. Not always, not always, but you'll often see it. You'll see women are the ones to care. They want to give. They want to look after. It's our maternal instinct. But what we see happen over the years is as that role okay that role in your life starts to play out it almost amplifies it gets greater and greater and when this happens you've now got a role in society and in your family and friendship groups that works for other people so then when we come in and we need to start working on you and like prioritizing you you have to let other people down by default. The inherent people pleaser inside you will hate that. But what's the alternative? And this is maybe a bit of um, a friction point inside the coaching club when people join. They invest in themselves, which is a huge statement of self-belief. It's one of the best ways that you can show yourself that you are fucking worth this. Then you have to go through navigating, right, mama's got to do a workout now. You know, mama needs to eat slightly different. Mama needs to maybe delegate dad to go and do the school run or whatever, you know, and it can sometimes create a bit of friction, but you have to stand strong. So I believe that living at the bottom of the priority pile is one of the reasons why we can't implement. Another thing is low self-worth, and that really does link in to the bottom of the priority pile. You wouldn't treat other people like you treat yourself, you know, and like you allow yourself to be treated. If you royally are just a doormat at the minute, Imagine if you consciously knew that you were treating other people like that. My goodness, it would not feel good, right? So low self-worth makes us realize that we have to do things or makes us think, sorry, that we have to do things to make other people happy. It makes us think that if we serve them, we get reward because they're happy. So that's what we just need to keep repeating. But it's in fact so, so, so false. And it really... It will be the one thing, if we can help you to build your self-worth, you will notice some serious changes in how you feel, how you, the kind of the way that you place yourself every single day. So basically not bottom the priority pile and your inner voice, that inner critic will lighten up a little bit because you'll realize that you are worthy. You do deserve to have energy every day. You do deserve to move your body if you wish to every day. You do deserve to get to bed on time and not just be there for your friends or what have you. So low self-worth is the second point that I believe is a reason why we can't implement because we don't see it as that we are worthy of doing these good things for us. And like I said at the beginning of the call, we're already done in quarter one. How many more quarters are you gonna spend allowing yourself to live, remember this is life, not a dress rehearsal, to live, with no self-worth because you people don't treat you in the way that you want to be treated they treat you in a way that you treat yourself and the standards that you hold up for yourself so maybe it's time to dig those heels in a little bit girl 
The third one is that you have no accountability. Life is busy. You know, you don't, the ladies who join the coaching club, they don't miraculously make more time. I can't do that. I'm not that much of a wizard, right? But we help them to become more efficient with the time that they do have to increase the boundaries. Now, when they've got us in their corner, it makes it so much easier because they're not just making promises, to, breaking, sorry, promises to their self. They break them to us. Now, we are completely empathetic and sympathetic and compassionate coaches who are firm. Okay, we're firm but fair. And it is one of those things that you will not let us down. And I, I really wish you wouldn't let yourselves down. But if we look back to point number two, low self-worth, we can now see why you do it. It's like, oh, it's just me. It's fine. I'm not letting myself down. But if it was someone else, it'd be different. So no accountability. That is, I've used this analogy before. So it's like when you are trying to get your children to brush their teeth in the morning. You're like, have you brushed your teeth? And they're like, mm-hmm. And they won't open their mouth because they clearly haven't. Now, every single day you ask the question, have you brushed your teeth? Have you brushed your teeth? Let me check, let me check. That's accountability. Now, I wouldn't be quite as annoying if I was your coach um, as your mum asking you to brush your teeth. However, it would be that consistency. And um, we have other little metrics as well that help you to um, basically adhere to the plan. And that's all it needs. Like when you're in this place where you're low self-worth, you're bottom of the priority pile and you've got a lot that you want to try and do, we need to break it down to make it simple for you, but then increase the accountability because accountability from an external force will then be turned into self-discipline. But you can't, it's like that thing on Monopoly, like don't pass this. I always say this, but I never get it right. Um, Don't pass here until you go I don't know whatever it is I hope you know what I'm going on about <laughs> oh god that's a sashism if ever I've heard of one so it's like a passage like a rite of passage okay so you have to get external accountability first to then turn it into self-discipline it's a way for you to elevate your standards so basically to start doing the things that you actually want to do because you know what to do but you don't know how to do it it's a way to get you to do that but having someone else not to let down it's the same as like accountability buddies if you're going to go for a run and you, you go for a run with Sandra rather than on your own. And the final thing I believe why people let themselves down and why they don't do this implementation is because they have no energy. If you are two stone overweight, your clothes don't fit and you feel like crap, the first thing that you're going to think you need to do is drop your calories and move more. But you're exhausted. So that says to me like we are bashing our head against a brick wall because we're going against like think about it. energy is what we get from food okay obviously there's other things like comfort happiness blah blah, blah. but energy is the main source of foods so that's the main reason why we eat or oh, sorry the main reason now if we're reducing food what also reduces energy okay so we need to take that into consideration if you're on this journey and you're wanting to figure out how the fuck do i fucking implement Maybe we're barking up the wrong tree. Rate yourself right now. One, no energy. You are literally exhausted. You're on your knees. 10, keep buzzing, right? Where are you? Anything below a five, your only focus right now should be to get your energy to a six. Once you're at a six, we slowly start to make changes. You are useless when you're below a five. Not right. Okay, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> that was a bit too, that's a bit too blunt. You are the work, the the lower you are from five, the less use you are and the less 
effective is a better word you are to people around you, but also to yourself. So they're the four reasons why this is happening. Now I'm going to give you four ways to break free from this stuck phase where you know what to do, but you don't know how to do it. The first one is to start small. So literally think where you are on that energy scale and then think what's one thing you can do every every day, every day. What is one thing you can do every day? And I want you to do that for two weeks, every day. It could be a pint of water before you drink your coffee in the morning. Okay, simple, but listen, right? Stacking habits from nothing means we need to lay foundations. Foundations are the really simple things like get your sleep hygiene better, drink more water, eat more veggies. They're the basics to get that energy up. Then you look at how many steps are you currently doing? Add a thousand a day. Do that for a couple of weeks. Okay. So really small. I want you to, to intentionally be really kind of steady with this really steady but intentional so when your inner critic pops up like you're not doing enough you'd be like hang on a minute this is what i said i was going to do even if it's as small as a pint of water before you coffee every morning that's going to help you because when we've got more water in the system we are more energized the second thing that i recommend that you do is look for an external source of accountability that could be with someone like myself and the coaching club um hiring yourself a coach and getting immersed into a community of like-minded women or if you're a man listen to this like-minded men or just if you're happy for a mixed group that's obviously absolutely fine but having someone there who's going to prompt you to do it like I see so many people they see a personal trainer once a week in the gym they obviously rock up for that session because they're there and they don't want to lose their 25 quid but the other sessions, they don't really do much or they don't even go. Or, and like maybe their nutrition shit, but the PT doesn't ask. So they've literally just got loose reins on all the other areas of life. So they never make progress. And you see this a lot with personal training. It's just like turn up, tick a box, go. OK, there is not enough accountability. Another way you could look at. So another reason why, sorry, I've seen um, another example of accountability not working is apps. So I've seen a lot of women who will kind of lean on apps to um, help create their accountability, to deliver their programs and their um, nutrition plans as well. Now, because it's just an app that pops up at you and not an actual human, we generally find that people are just like, meh, you know, not bothered about it. So I want you to start to look around, like, do you want a coach? Yes or no? It's as simple as that. Do you want... um, to commit to, I don't know if you can do like a local thing where there's like personal training and nutrition involved potentially. I highly doubt that. And you would need to make sure that you are being held accountable pretty much on a daily basis, especially in the beginning phase. Maybe you could look at an accountability training buddy. Maybe you've got a group of people at work and you all take biscuits and shit in and you can kind of start to round people up and maybe start to look at not doing that so much and say right we only have treats on Fridays or what have you so you get that kind of external accountability number three is environment slash community now I always use the analogy of the plant so if you buy a house plant and you put it in a room doesn't have enough daylight maybe it's not humid enough and you're not watering enough the plant will die that is because the environment is not right for the plant you are no different. If all of your friends drink every weekend, you're going to drink every weekend. If your partner wants a takeaway three or four nights a week, you are going to probably have a takeaway three or four nights a week. You will adhere to the norm around you. And 
that is why as adults, we have to put ourselves in the rooms that are right for us. And this is exactly so. I have worked with my mentor since September, uh, October 2020. Can't believe it's almost been three years. That is absolutely mad. Um, and I'm not leaving that room because I don't want to. I could, I could easily do it. But I love, I absolutely love being part of that room because I don't see that in my local area. That level of one intention, two, it's specific for what I want to do. So we're all fit pros and we're all wellness coaches. So why would I move myself out that room? Like I, I will make severe planet on this planet, no severe impact on this planet. I'm here to make a difference. And I know that that room is going to help me to do that. If I left that and I kind of just left myself to my own devices in little old Shrewsbury, I'm sure I'd do fine. But I don't want that because fine is not good enough for me. And it's the same with, so I've worked with my mental performance coach and that's almost been two years as well. And I don't want to leave that either because when things work in our environment, in our setup, in our community, whether we have to pay for it or not, when it works, why remove it? And that's where I'm at. Like I probably around June last year, I really felt like I'd nailed the mental side of things. And even saying that out loud sounds a little bit stupid because self-development is always ever going, isn't it? It never stops. But I really got to a great place. I felt light, I felt energized. And then it came to about December last year and I started to feel like there were some new puzzles coming up, some new challenges. And now we're at the point where we're actually having weekly sessions, okay? And that's not because I'm in a really dark place or I'm going to crisis or anything like that at all. It's very far from it. But there's some puzzles coming up that I want to nip in the bud. I really want to nip it in the bud. So I've just, I've 4X what we're doing. So that's a good example of environment. And the final thing to make you aware of is around the end of last year, I realized, well, I got to the point where I was like, I'm, I don't want to be inside the coaching program that I'm in. You know, he's got a big group um, of like 120 coaches. They go up to Glasgow all the time. It's just fucking nightmare travel. And I don't value that. But what I've noticed as I stepped away from it is I value him. And this is what we often find with women inside the coaching club. They will really thrive off the community for around 12 to 18 months. And then they're like, but I, now I just want you in my corner. I will stay in the community. I'll rock up to the events if I can. But I actually just want to be coached by you because you ask me some insane questions that opens my awareness. You talk to me at a different level. Like they can come in and talk to me about, you know, training nutrition or we can go deep and talk about identity purpose values and all of those things which not many people will talk to you about and this is where the environment has to mold with you so just for a second look around at your environment look around at the people that you speak to every day they say you are a product of the five people you spend your time with who is that i spend a lot of so my two best friends ellie and emma uh, we are so ellie not so much a deep thinker <laughs> she always like has a, a like an absolute crack at me for um she says when I go on a date it's like <laughs> being interviewed but I just it's what I do like questioning is part of my nature and I'm fucking good at it so um but we're very playful together an example of this is we went for Sunday roast together a couple of weeks ago and I said a comment you know and I like I can sometimes be quite silly in what I say unintentionally and she was taking a sip of water at the same time and literally spat it all over me. <laughs> and she burst out laughing. 
And then that was it. We were gone for like 15 minutes. We're both bent over laughing because that's our relationship. We just are absolute wallies together. And as you can probably, if, if even if you're just listening to this rather than watching it on YouTube, you'll be able to notice that I am grinning from ear to ear. So that's our relationship. Emma is the same, but we go deeper. We literally go very deep into how we feel, how we think, like, oh, like very philosophical and I love it. So if I look at my friends, like if, if they were all going out all the time, getting drunk and they were like, Sasha, we're not going to come for a walk with you. You need to come to the pub. You know, I need to start mixing my environment up a little bit. So don't be, don't be put out as well if you have to pay for that. I pay for three of the best environments I'm in and I pay a lot of fucking money to be there. The reason for that is because I know the impact that those environments have on me as a human and I am committed to human growth and discovering who I am and developing myself on this journey. So that is so worth it to me. And the final thing is don't be afraid to ask for help. Okay. So if you're struggling with the implementation, don't be afraid, like ask your partner to take the kids to school two mornings a week. Ask your mum to come and babysit one night a week. Um, if you don't have children, can you ask someone to help you with the cleaning? Can you hire a cleaner? You know, look at the ways in which you're currently trying to do it all, your bottom of the pri priority pile. How can you ask for help? Who can you ask for help? So they're the four points. Now, the one question I want you to ask yourself from today, okay, the one final question, once you've worked through the above, I want you to ask yourself, instead of why can't I do this? Why can't I implement? I want you to ask yourself, how can I implement? How can I implement the changes that I want to make into my life? That's what I want you to go away, away with today. Have an incredible day, team. I so hope that's been beneficial for you. I've absolutely loved it. Speak to you soon.